Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's topic is end-to-end supply chain disruption with my friend Pam Simon. How's it going, Pam Simon? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, doing great. I'm excited to talk to you today. Guys, we are going to be talking about end-to-end supply chain disruption, but we're also going to be talking about Manifest because Manifest is all about end-to-end disruption. If you don't know what Manifest is, shame on you but Pam will get you up to speed. So Pam, please introduce yourself and your company and where you're calling from today. Of course, I'm Pam Simon and I'm the conference chair for Manifest. Manifest is the only global logistics show that covers the entire scope of supply chain. So from maritime through last mile and within the four walls, I'm calling to you from Miami, Florida right now. Nice. It's probably the same weather as we have up here in Michigan. Yeah. It's, I have my winter coat out. Yeah. 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 So, um, Guys, I'm, I'm going to be at Manifest, and I always ask people on my podcast what conferences you attend. I don't have to ask Pam. I know what conference she attends. But about a year a year or so ago, maybe a year and a half ago, when I was asking people, they all started saying, oh, I'm going to Manifest. And I was like, I never heard of that, but I didn't say that. And then after last year, I'm thinking like a year ago, I talked to you about the key takeaways from Manifest, and I felt jealous. And part of what I saw is my friend Blythe Broomleaf was at, posted on LinkedIn and it was her and puppies. And there was a puppy, uh, what do you call it? A puppy? It's a puppy lounge and it will be back. Oh, nice. Nice. I love puppies. Who doesn't, of course. But I remember thinking, God, I feel like I missed something. So this year, I know there's so many more people going. All the cool kids will be there. So you want to get there. But anyway, Pam, we'll get back to Manifest in a minute. Tell us a little bit about you. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Give us some career highlights, just the just the bullet points. And I, by the way, I will link my last interview with Pam. So if you want more information about Pam, you can get it. Um, sure. I'm originally from Providence, Rhode Island. I went to George Washington University. Nice. Majored in communications and sociology, minored in art history. I spent the beginning of my career working with events or on the sports side. So your, your large U.S. Opens and Super Bowls and so forth. In 2008 is when I really got involved in the tech space in New York, developed my own event, Future of Logistics. I'm sorry, the future of series. Right. Sorry. Clearly, I, it's on my mind. <laughs> and then following that, I lived in Brazil for five years where I started LATAM Founders, which was the largest network of investors and CEOs focused on tech in LATAM. That is Latin America, right? Yes, Latin America. I joined Lab Ventures as a partner. And while at the fund, we started to do some venture building. And from my experience, the best way to build and strengthen your network is through these curated events. So I had spoken with my team and they said, go for it. So we had launched this future of series, a future of logistics, future of real estate, travel. And at the end of 2019, Connective acquired the event series. So what is now Manifest was originally Future of Logistics. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I will say I love the event and I have not been there yet because 
I told you this before we hit record. Ever since the you guys put out, here's some of the things, here's who's coming, here's what's going on. I started getting emails a few months ago, and I think I got at least 40-some emails from Manifest. And then my friend Matt McClellan from Covenant sent me a request from the app yesterday. I was like, oh, that's the ticket. So I downloaded the app and I love it. I've not gone to an event where there is an app. And I was just watching TV yesterday saying, who's going? I'm typing everybody's name in to see. And I was like, I'm excited already. And it's another two weeks before we do the events. The app is incredible. You're able to schedule meetings. You're able to connect with people. And then once you're there in person, you'll see on our badges, we actually have, it kind of looks like a tile, but you can kind of, tap each other and it'll share your information. Oh, I love that. And you know, it, just earlier today, I was talking to my buddy, Steve Elwell. He's been on the podcast a few times and he said, well, when you go, you better figure out who you're going to talk to. And you do this. He's lecturing me about this, of course. And I, I need that. I said, well, it's pretty easy. They got this app. And I said, you can say who you want to see. And then you can say you're interested. And then you can also say, I want to meet them. And you can try and schedule events. And by the way, there's like eight people who want to meet me. I was like, well, I don't know. How's this working? I didn't. I just got on the app. So it is a very cool. I mean, I feel like events are great, but I think you have to have some positive momentum going into it. I mean, as an attendee, of course, you have to. But also, you don't want to lose all that energy from that. So if you made some relationships, you want to keep it. And I was thinking, it starts with having all this good information on my phone. So anyway, if I'm pontificating. So I wanted to talk to you about a few things. I think before we hit record, I was saying, how do we talk about this huge event? And I think we, we, we wrote down themes, speakers, activities, announcements, and maybe we'll put Puppy Lounge in there also. So first off, let's talk about the themes that we're going to see at Manifest. Of course. So the first day of the show, our, our kickoff day, we'll launch with three symposiums. So the first will be intelligent infrastructure. And with the rate of urbanization and depleting resources, you know, it's time to rethink your, your infrastructure strategy to best optimize capabilities of hard physical infrastructure. And so we're really excited to bring together, you know, the city of Long Beach, Michigan Economic Development, Topio Networks, to really dive into some of those, those issues. We'll explore the implementation of 5G with the Port of Virginia and Verizon, which is very exciting to actually, when you hear how things are being deployed. And then what enables connected vehicles with Navistar, Cruise, and Wabi, and what a digital will look like. This intelligent infrastructure, it's not just public. It's not just private. It's both, right? Yes. Yes. Both parties need to be involved. Everyone does need to be communicating and talking to each other. I do know there's certain cities that have connectivity everywhere, Wi-Fi everywhere, and I don't know where they are. I just did talk to the CEO over at Port of Virginia, and I know they're like, he talks so much about tech, and I was like, it's not what you think about when you think about a port. You think this is the lowest of low tech, not anymore. No, you need that technology to really alleviate some of the stress that the industry is experiencing. And well, I mean, if you saw the news recently, I mean, Michigan has a few. Oh, yes, I'm in Michigan. I, and this is not a criticism of our my fine state here. We have the worst roads in America. And part of the reason is, is because of the rain gets into the cracks of the sidewalk or the of the road and then it freezes that night and it, we have that happening all the time plus we have so much industrial and heavy truck traffic and so we struggle to have good roads and everybody knows that we have good reason illinois is the same way we are obviously the motor city so we want to be part of that 
that a future of how we're going to charge those cars. I love it. I don't know where those roads are at, but I'm going to figure out. I'll talk to the fine folks yeah, from Michigan. I don't have the specific. I haven't been to Michigan personally, so I, I can't give. Oh, come on. I've been to Miami. So that's one of the things you can talk about. That's one of the themes. What's another theme, you guys, besides intelligent infrastructure? Uh, maritime. You know, considering ocean shipping accounts for 90% of movement of international goods, and the industry has been dealing with an array of issues from congestion at ports to lack of shipping capacity, extended delays, shortages of labor. So we're going to really dive into a lot of these issues, especially around visibility and data with Project 44, Lando Lakes, the DOT. We'll explore the role of IoT with Nexiet, who has the largest rollout of IoT deployment with Hatback Lloyd, as well as Portcast and Windward. When it comes to innovation at the ports, we actually are bringing together ports from across the world. So Los Angeles, Halifax, Ashdod, Rotterdam, Tacoma, Utah, to name a few. And so we'll get all their perspectives on, you know, what's happening at the port level and how that will impact, you know, the everyone going in and out of the port. Right. You know, we all talk about, you know, the, and we're talking about today, the end-to-end supply chain disruption. End-to-end means, you know, from order to cash, you know, that's one way to look at it. But also we have connectivity over the road. And by the way, it used to drive me crazy. People aren't saying it as much, but they say we have end-to-end visibility. And what they meant was from the time I pick up your stuff to the time I drop it off. I was like, oh, two days? My supply chain is like 18 weeks and you're going to have me two days of visibility. That's great. That's a handshake. That's not a hug. We want end-to-end from the time I made that order, and maybe it's being manufactured in Thailand or China or Indonesia, Malaysia, wherever it's at, Mexico. I want to be able to see my my goods coming together, being built into a product, packed. Every step of the way, I want to be able to say I see it because we're all trying to get to that digital twin where we can replicate what's happening in the physical world, in the digital world, and then running simulations using AI and machine learning. But you can't get it until you get, you mentioned IoT, until we get that internet of things, until we have an understanding where our boat's at. And and I don't mean within uh, a day, I mean within you know a minute of where they're at. Real time needs to start meaning real time. You mentioned, I, I know you have some partners doing it, Project 44 is clearly doing it. They started off seemingly doing it here in the US, but they're a global company now. Definitely. So it's coming fast. Ladies and gentlemen, get on board. And it's global. That's one of the reasons that this show is a global gathering. Yeah, I did notice that. A lot of, I mentioned people reaching out and saying, hey, Joe, well, I look forward to meeting you. It's like, you're not in the U.S. And so a lot of people are coming from outside the U.S. to this event. Do you know like a percentage of what come from outside the United States? I, I don't know the percentage exactly at the moment, but I can say we have attendees from over 30 different countries that will be coming to the show. That's fantastic. Well, and that's the nature of our business. I mean, when I answered my emails today, half of them were from people in the UK. So it's just the nature of, yeah, I, I, I'm always amazed by this. I always thought when I started this podcast that my audience would be in the U.S., 40% of my audience is outside the U.S. And that's just, that, that's, I guess that's the digital nature. It's, it just goes. So it, intelligent infrastructure is one. Then you talk mar- maritime. And by the way, we have major maritime changes going on now. Everything used to go on the West Coast and get on rail and move uh, east to east of the Mississippi where most of us live. 
But now more and more of those ships are moving to the East Coast. And that, that we're going to see adjustment and all that. And I think you're going to start seeing these ports really make investments to become more efficient. We all felt the pain of the jam up in Long Beach and LA last year, or is it two years ago? Feels like yesterday. We can't have that happen again. And and not, that's not blaming the ports. That's blaming all of us. We were the we had a broken system and we just kept pushing it. So what's another theme you guys are talking about at Manifest? Sustainability is obviously a huge topic and will definitely be weaved into many of the discussions that take place on stage. We'll dive into sustainable supply chains and ensuring buy-in and transparency across an entire organization with executives from L'Oreal, Lovesack, Transfix. We'll dive into fleet autonomy and electrification with Pepsi and GE, Enride, Brightdrop. We'll explore where companies are struggling the most when it comes with their sustainability practices and how corporates can best scale in a sustainable way with execs from Goldman Sachs, Temper Pack, Phenonic, and the Consumer Brand Association. And since you mentioned Blythe, she'll be leading a session about the S in ESG, which will U.S. Foods, Digital Dispatch, Excellent. So it's really a blockbuster list of speakers. Yeah, and you notice not, uh, you know, Flock Freight obviously moves freight, and they're, they're a B Corp, great, great company. But you notice the companies talking about sustainability, those are a lot of shippers. So I know we have logistics people listening. Sustainability is on their radar. They are going to ask you at some point, tell me about your sustainability at your company. And 80% of the greenhouse gases are in the supply chain. So all that recycling we do at home, important, but what we do at work is even more important. And I, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter what your personal beliefs are because some people say, well, I don't even believe in global warming. It doesn't matter if Pepsi and Coke and <laughs> Procter and & Gamble and all the rest are saying, I want it. You're going to give it to them. <laughs> so I say add just small steps. Start that small step. I say one metric, one metric. If you're a trucking company, you're probably already measuring empty miles. So put one KPI on your, on your, uh, on your radar. So we you can at least say we're starting this journey because we're all going to have to be part of it. So I know we talked about these themes. We talked about intelligent infrastructure, maritime, sustainability. What's another one? Or is, is that are those the main themes for the conference? Well, those are the three symposiums that kick off the show. And then we'll go into the next two days of content. So our plenary stage has a blockbuster list of lineup, lineup of speakers, you know, from quiet platforms to DHL. We'll dive into the customer journey and empowerment with tech partners with CNBC, HelloFresh, Mars, and Vio. I'm really excited to have Ramona Hood, who's the president of Custom Critical for FedEx, alongside Lorianne Rocco from CNBC, discussing, you know, the then to now, what's driving FedEx's custom critical onward. That'll happen on day one. And then in day two, we'll be harnessing strategic investment with David Guginia, who's the EVP of supply chain at Walmart. We'll explore, you know, supply chain disruptions and cybersecurity with Jackie Strum from Intel. 
how goods are moving, you know, within these bottlenecks and how you're overcoming these types of disruptions with IKEA, Stored, Mattel, and then how legacy companies and startups can collaborate and work together to improve bottom line with Remora and Ryder. Oh, yeah, I'm actually having Remora and Ryder. Well, I've interviewed Remora. They were right by me in Michigan, but I'm interviewing the Ryder folks coming up, I think, later this week or next week. They're great. We've, we've been working with them for a while, and it's it's always, they're very ahead of things, so it's it's fun. Yes, yes. I love what they're doing. And by the way, you know, when, when you're talking about all those people, all I kept thinking is this is the future and they're talking about it. And I, I'm lucky in my job is I talk to people like you who are talking about the future, what we're where we're going. And I think so often uh, in our day-to-day jobs, we are so busy getting today's work done. We don't think about where we're supposed to be going. And these are leaders, industry leaders talking about it. When you have uh, companies like Intel talking about what they're doing on their future initiatives, that's what we need to be part of. I mean, that's that's why these conferences are so important. I completely agree. Um, and another area that we'll really dive into is around automation and robotics, from delivery robots to autonomous vehicles, warehouse automation, and drone delivery. You'll hear from pioneers as they discuss the state of the industry addressing automated and compliant trucking, digital transformation, labor, international expansion, resiliency, safety, and cost implications. It's <laughs> a mouthful. <laughs> I, I will say for a long time, we talked about using robots. We talked about, you know, autonomous vehicles, stuff like this. But it was always kind of like, well, it's really expensive and it, it's a fringy thing. Uh, I also can speak to warehousing automation. It was something that we always thought we would have someday. Someday is now. You can't recruit people to go and walk 10 miles a day in your warehouse. Even if you could, they're not going to be as productive as they need to be. So robots are making the life of those warehouse workers easier, but also it's a lot easier to attract good talent when you say, hey, come on and work at our warehouse and we'll teach you all this tech. And by the way, you see the Amazon commercials, that's what they're pitching. There's there's an, there's an opportunity there. You're in the beginning of the supply chain. This is where it all starts. It's definitely opportunity for robots and human collaboration. And what's cool is, you know, with our off-grid experience, you know, everyone at Manifest will actually be able to see and touch and feel how these robots are operating and moving. So you can actually see everything firsthand. Yeah, I heard there was a bartender robot there last year. So uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the activities over there at Manifest. Well, so what are some of the cool things we can do while we're there? Well, great question. In addition, well, as you mentioned with the app, you'll be able to easily set up meetings. And we have a great meeting area. There's also a co-working space from Datamatics because we understand that, you know, you might have some other work to do while you're, while you're at the show. It's fair. Got to do the day job while you're at Manifest. <laughs> Got to find balance. You'll see how Exotech and Mujin and Kaha Robotics actually move items around. There'll be vehicle experiences with Solo ATV and Daimler. You'll get to see our innovation stage. We have startups from around the world that will be showcasing technologies from autonomous flight to delivery robots and more. Oh, wow. MasterCard is sponsoring a coffee lounge. There'll be a beer garden by OneRail. Seco is hosting a wine bar and mocktails from Wise Systems. There's also, I mean, the puppy lounge from Geodis, of course. There's headshots. There's an arcade. Oh, nice. 
it really is something for everyone. We work, you know, our whole team really works on developing and creating unique networking opportunities so you can build and strengthen these relationships and, I mean, to take it to the next level, right? Yeah, well, again, I, I'm not just saying this to be nice. I was on that app yesterday and I was just found myself scrolling through. I was, and I was like, I, so my friend, um, Ben Emmerich, I interviewed him yesterday on my podcast and he'll be out there. And so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going through and saying, Ben, let's meet. And then um, Jonathan Kish, I've, I've, dozens and dozens of people I've interviewed over the time who I've never met in person. My friend, Nicole Glenn's going to be on my podcast this coming week. She'll be there. And I said, now I can see if you're actually a physical human being. Because all I know of you is being in my phone or on my podcast. And Blythe, Blythe Broomleaf. There's so many people who I have talked to over the years that I don't ever see in person. So it'll be nice to be able to meet them in person and I, I said to somebody the other day, you know, when Elon Musk was talking about the simulation that we might all be living in, I was like, it could be me. All I do is podcast and talk on the phone. <laughs> like Manifest will prove that I'm not in the simulation, hopefully. Right. Um, and I forgot to mention, we have Grammy Award winner Nelly performing at our closing party. Oh, nice. No, no. I, was, I wasn't going to ask because Ludacris was there last year and I didn't see that it was announced yet. So very nice. Very nice. You guys got good talent out there. We should, probably should say when does this start and when does it go to so manifest takes place january 31st to february 2nd at caesar's forum in las vegas and of course we'll put a link in the show notes and you can reach out and talk to manifest it's not too late you can still come and so i know also noticed i think you guys start you said on the 28th 31st 31st okay i noticed people i noticed people having events on the 30th saying hey we'll already be there and i was like oh my god it's like all week there'll be a lot of different events and activations and activities that attendees and sponsors are organizing on their own as well we have about you know it, it's really a mix of attendees attendees from, from startups to corporates to shippers to investors. On the investor side, we have about 100, over 100 different funds in attendance. Whoa. I know that there's a lot of you know, board meetings or activations that are happening because, you know, as an investor, it's hard to have your portfolio, get all of your CEOs from a portfolio together in one place. So this is the perfect opportunity, you know, manifest to bring all these people together and have those in-person conversations that you wouldn't normally get to have being so spread out. Right. And you're having it in Vegas in January. <laughs> For those of us who don't live in Miami, going to Vegas or Miami in January is a good thing. <laughs> so I want to talk about announcements. And I know you can't give the announcements that are happening, but I know there's a lot of announcements that are scheduled at Manifest. So what is that all about? From last year, we had such a good response. We had about 1,500 attendees in, in attendance last year, and that was in the middle of- That was year one, right? Yes, in the middle of the Omicron wave. So fortunately, not dealing with that this year, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. About 4,000 attendees. And we've heard from a number of our sponsors that you know, instead of making their big announcement at CES, they're choosing to make these announcements on stage stage at Manifest because it really is, you know, the peers and industry that's focused on what they're doing. So there'll be a lot of announcements, whether it's new management, product launches, unveilings. That's really all I can share. Yeah. You know, you'll find out live on stage. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, for a long time, we didn't have, you know, tech to this level. You know, we, and we were kind of the forgotten industry. Uh, so logistics and supply chain transportation was what moved all the cool stuff from CES. 
Now I think we are a hot industry, you know, with a hundred different investment funds being there. They aren't there for their health, guys. <laughs> they are there to see their current investments, but also to meet maybe their next investment and also to see what's going on. They don't know what's the next hot thing until they see it at manifest. <laughs> That's true. And I can tell you from, from last year's show, there were a number of investments made you know, from investors connecting with startups at the show, a number of new partnerships and, and clients and customers that, that will probably be announced at some point this year's show too. Yeah, that's fantastic. And again, this is here's, I love doing the podcast. I love talking to people on the phone, but it's not the same as going to an event, having a beer, sitting down, having, having a bite to eat, get, being able to, you know, Talk to somebody you haven't had a chance to talk to in person before. There's there's no a way to avoid that. And again, we all live in this remote first world, it seems. There are limitations to building relationships via Zoom. You have, you have to get together. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And you should get together at Manifest. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be a great week. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, this is only the second year and you you basically two and a half times the size of last year. That's fantastic. What else do we need to talk about? We talked about the themes. Oh, do we, you want to touch, touch on any more speakers? I know there's so many speakers. We have 343 speakers. Oh my God. We touched on some, by the way, I am uh, moderating a discussion that I'm looking forward to is the shipping journey. And uh, we actually had a little prep meeting the other day. So I was excited to meet my panel. I think that was the head of supply chain over at Best Buy, somebody from Alta. So these are companies that we all know, and we all know that they have significant capability. They're, they're massive and they are, these are the best practices. If it's happening at these companies, you know, this is what you need to know. And I can speak from a logistics and transportation space for just a sec. So often we get lost in the sauce of, oh, well, we'll pick it up and we'll drop it off, which is great. But these the supply chain VP cares about a lot more than just logistics. He has an entire supply chain. She has a whole business to worry about. So I think this is where you get that breadth of knowledge that makes you so much better at your job because the supply chain is so big compared to logistics. And I think to get both in the same room is very valuable for the logistics and transportation guys. So And, and I think also from the supply chain side, it's good to see what the logistics and transportation folks have been up to and all the technologists that are helping us. And we've, I mean, as you said, your panel is an amazing lineup. Also on your panel is Farmbox. Farmbox. Oh, yep. Yep. Million dollar baby. I think we've worked really hard on making sure that we have a lot of shippers in the building so that we'll be definitely a differentiator because these are the perfect customers for all of the different technologies to take advantage of. Yeah. And you realize also when in the panel discussion we have how these very different businesses kind of all have some similar problems and some of similar solutions. So everybody talks about wanting to have that great customer experience. Everybody talks about wanting to better manage inventory and using technology. How do we hire the right talent? All Everybody, regardless of their business, seems to have some of the same same issues that they have to deal with. So, And I, th I think also it's kind of a diversity of the group I thought was interesting because hearing just from one company how we do it is good, but hearing from four or five leaders that's that's the that's the ticket. We are bring our our women's networking lunch was such a success last year that it's we're bringing it back and it'll actually be on our plenary stage featuring the president of packaging from DHL and the head of MIT's women in supply chain. Oh, nice. We work tirelessly to make sure that there is balance of diversity and women in our in our speakers as well. Yeah, I think you said to me last time I talked to you about this is that you had this this women's luncheon and it was a lot of men actually showed up because there was a lot of executives in the in 
founders and whatnot who said, this is a concern of mine. This is, we have, we have to embrace and figure out how to develop the next generation of leaders that's going to have to include women. And you know, it's funny, a friend of mine, I won't mention his name because he didn't accept yet, but he said to me the other day, called, asked about a job. And I said, yeah, I would definitely go there. And he goes, yeah. And they have a female CEO. He goes, which I prefer. I go, Hmm, interesting. I was thinking your dad wouldn't have said that or your grandpa wouldn't have said that, but I know what he means. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's wrap this bad boy up one more time. Why don't you tell them how we can get tickets to Manifest? Okay. Manifest is in two weeks, January 31st to February 2nd at Caesars Forum in Las Vegas. Please go to our website, get tickets while you still can. Sign up for our newsletter, The Best. And if you're already scheduled to attend, please make sure you download the app and start engaging in yes. meetings. Trust me, it'll make your on-site experience a lot smoother if you start setting up now. Yeah, I think when you say there's 4,000 people there, which I love, I love that it's big, but you aren't going to see all 4,000 people. You might see them. That's not who you want to talk to. You want to talk to, you know, the 50 or 100 people, maybe your friends, maybe they, maybe prospective customers, maybe some of those investors. You have to kind of plan that in advance. And I'm telling you, I've got 40 emails because I'm going to manifest. And I think the better way though is the app because I, I was thinking, how do I manage if I put them on my calendar on Outlook? I'm not walking around with my laptop and I, I deleted Outlook off my mobile phone because it's killing me. <laughs> And, but the app is the ticket because it will manage your trip. And by the way, you can go through that and say, oh, here's Pam Simon. I put her as a top lead. You can rate your leads. So you can say my, I think it's four or five stars. And you can say, I want to talk to these are my 10, four stars. Here are my two stars. Maybe my buddies, one stars. I want to see them, but they aren't going to make me money, right? So you need to plan ahead. And that app is the perfect tool for it. Exactly. I mean, we, this is, this is your opportunity to connect with the investors companies that you can hopefully partner with, work with, expand your business with, you know, so definitely schedule ahead of time if you can. Yeah, we are recording this on January 17th and I will publish it on January 18th and I already have it downloaded. So how long will we have this after the app is going to stick around for a little bit afterwards? Yes, yes. The app sticks around for a while. That's excellent because I wouldn't want to lose all that when I get home and go, oh my God, the app is <laughs> evaporated off my mobile phone. Good. I need it. And by the way, this is a this is a boomer question, I'm afraid, but I have to ask it anyway. Do people still hand out business cards or are they just all working through these apps? I guess that's a personal choice. I'm not sure. What about you? Are you carrying business cards there? Yes. I feel like I have I have some on me just in case, you know, because I feel like in, for my position, it's usually on the fly that I'm running and, and kind of introducing or connecting with people. So I have some on me just in case. But honestly, when once you're scheduled and once you attend the show, your name badge has a tile on it that you can just tap and that'll share. Oh, so I can tap, I can tap my badge to somebody else's badge and it connects us through the app. Exactly. Yes. So you'll trade contact information, you'll share. And honestly, that is the most seamless way to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And the reason I say that is because you get to a certain age, I got all this gray hair, white hair, whatever you want to call it. You don't want to become that okay boomer, right? You just want to be able to say, no, I'm not going to be the low tech guy dragging out my business cards. <laughs> no offense to those of you who are 
green business cards. We've got the tech to make it seamless and smooth for you to share information and to schedule meetings. The meeting zone is great and there are lots of you know people helping to guide you. Oh, so there's, there's areas where we can go meet separate? There's a full meeting area. So like when you schedule a meeting with someone on the app, I believe you can choose a specific table or you're assigned a number. And we have kind of a table system. So there'll be people that will can help you if you're confused, but to direct you to the table where you're- I will be. I'll be able to find the puppy lounge. I just, you have to push me into the work lab. Well, anyway, what I'll do is I'll put a link to Manifest so you can register. It's not too late. When is the last day they can possibly register for those people who are too slow? You can buy on site if you if you need to. And Vegas always has a room for you. But I'd get on it because we've been selling out of rooms pretty fast. So definitely book your room, book your stay, book your flight, make sure you're registered for Manifest because I would love to see you all there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. What I'll do is put all that stuff in the show notes and I'm looking forward to it. I really, I'm, I've gone to lots of conferences, but this one is very exciting to have the the tech there, the people there, the, uh, I mean, these are the industry leaders, but also it's, it's in Vegas, which is cool. It's also great. They have Nelly there I mean, it's kind of got it all. And it's going to be nice and warm in Vegas compared to balmy, Michigan. And meet you in person. Yes. Yes, I can prove that I'm not a simulation and vice versa. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much, Pam. Appreciate you taking the time. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next time, Onward Network. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversation with experts in the logistics field. For more details, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com or follow Joe Lynch on LinkedIn.